Alrighty, well, happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday, I was, I was traveling again. I gotta stop traveling. I'm, we're like here for the next little bit. So oh, that's great. Gonna, that's we'll great. Be, we'll well, be back you know, for this on I was day. traveling too. Yeah. I was out of town picking up my daughter at the airport. Which um, is really so exciting. so happy that she's home. And so we're both kind of out. And yep. now it's Tuesday, but that's okay. And now it's Tuesday. We got a cheat sheet here with all of the points. Because listen, man, you can. I can handle three-point sermons in my mind. Yeah. Stick. Ten of them, though. Ah, that was a little much. I was much never going to remember you know, all ten. So we got a little paper here. Well, what's funny That's is, good. you know, when I was studying, um, all ten of these jumped right out of the story. Yeah. And there was no way that I could condense and bring it back. And I was like, you know what? Let's ones. just go for it. Top ten, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I started listening in like, you're like, okay, we're going to wait on the Lord. You said about three words. It was like two years later like and was there for two years and you said okay first point i was like oh man we're gonna be here for a while <laughs> buckle up everybody. yep because the list started way at the top of the screen yeah. and you knew man this was coming but i did That's warn awesome. everybody in the beginning of the sermon so i got 10 things for you you know it's so perfect. it's like no anyway. they're, they're all good things you yeah. can't uh i mean it's important not to just like pick and choose out of scripture oh, right sure. there's no for way to sure. To filter it, we needed all 10 of them. So. And when we go through difficult times, when things are, like I said, bad, confusing, or, or look impossible, yeah, um, we've got to have a context for it. And God, there's a reason why this is the longest story in Genesis. Yes. Because I yep. really believe God's like, your life is going to look like this at some point or another. Yeah. And here are the things you can walk away from so that I can, that you can hear from God and God can give to us a theology right. or, or a way to go through difficulties that's real, that that's meaningful. And I think right. that's really helpful. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think, uh, that, uh, there's, there's different ways that people share the gospel. One of them that we would stand against would be the prosperity gospel. Of mm -hmm. Like, you know, if you just pray hard enough, like God's going to give you anything like what that's sort of the gist of it. Uh, as soon as something bad happens, when that's the foundation of your theology, yeah. you get totally shaken, yeah. right? Yeah. Like when we can root ourselves using a story like Joseph's story yeah. uh, in the fact that yeah. when things are bad or whatever is going on, things are not good, God is up to something good. And like yeah. you say this a lot, yeah. when things are bad, God's up to something good and things are good, he's up to something better. Right. When we can root ourselves in that, whatever comes, whatever wind happens, yeah, breeze blows. That's right. That's right. We're we're right. standing firm on on well, God. You know, and, and so when we can't make bills one week mm -hmm. or month, let's say, and we're like, wait a minute, but I've been praying. I don't understand. I don't. You know. Yep. There's other things at work. Yeah. If we believe that, or when we get sick and we end up in the hospital and or somebody does and we're praying for them and all this it's not like this thing that takes us and discourages us so badly right. it's like god what are you doing where are you at god's like hold on yeah i'm there yep i'm working something through and i'm doing things behind the scenes you have no idea yeah yeah and so if we trust that god is all wise and all good yep then we can trust these 10 things yeah you know? there's a uh verse that i love that is my favorite in all of scripture because it is the thing that roots me to that it's not like there's not any one verse that's more special than any of the other ones right but this verse 
to me is more special because it roots me in that, and it's Romans eight twenty eight. Romans eight twenty eight. I think we marked yeah. off. Hey, I uh, did mark that off. So that we you, could, you said so, said something about well, that earlier, and I'm like, well, I better later. better mark this. Um, and yeah. It, so. Can I read it? Yeah, please do. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Yeah. All things work together mm -hmm. for the for good. For the good of those who love God and who are called. Which that's, I mean, when you, when you know, uh, when you know the Lord, right? When he's called you into his yeah. love. Yeah. There's nothing that's going to happen that's yeah. not for your good. Right. Which is crazy. That is insane. And we see that play out over Joseph's life. I've seen it play out over my life. I think all of us have times that we're like, what on earth yeah, is man, going it's on? It's so true. And it's so hard mm -hmm. because we, we think to ourselves, God, this is this is not this is not working out the way yep. it should work out. Yeah. According to me, this is not working right. out. Right. According and to I my think, calculations, I, I just don't yeah. think <laughs> So yeah. there's there's one thing to believe. God and mm -hmm. going back to what you were saying well we just have to believe well we do have to believe yeah but do we believe and trust God enough for him to say no yep that's the question yeah do we believe God and trust him enough to say wait yep do we believe God and trust him enough to say you know what I'm gonna grant you that yeah you know what I mean we have to have all three and I think another have to. way to say that is do I believe that God knows better what I need than I know what I need yeah Right, because a lot of times, the reason it's the same as a, a parent saying like, yeah. "No, you shouldn't play in the street." Yeah. Like we yeah. use that no doubt. metaphor no every doubt. once in a while, because like you wouldn't have your child play in the street even if it looked really fun to them, because a car could come. That's right. Uh, and, and, and they don't know that. Right. They just think you're taking away from them fun or taking away from yep. them an opportunity or something like that. When it's like, no, God is doing something even through all of the, the bad things that happen to us, right. the confusing things, the things that look impossible, we see God making a way. Yeah. And yeah. it may cause us to do a little bit of waiting. Yeah. And that's why I kind of started with that first one and then chopped that little verse to two years later. Yeah. That was my only verse in yeah. point one. Well, the point is, that's all, all he could do. If he yeah. knew that God is good and all wise and all good, then then there's, there's something that he needs to do, and that is just mm -hmm. wait. And that was, you know, for, that was for two years. <laughs> wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. Mm -hmm. That is verse 14 uh, yep. in, in Psalm 27. And that's just something that we need to live on and just wait on the Lord. If he's all good, yeah. he's all wise, then we can wait on the Lord. We should wait on the Lord. Yeah. I think uh, looking back through these, um, that it was point seven on your list, but it, that God has more for you right around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we don't know where the corner is. Yeah. Right. But there is more around it. We have to just keep putting one step in front of the other. Something that I say often to people is that if you woke up today, mm -hmm. it's because God still has work for you to do. Yeah, you man. are still vitally important to his plan. That is a good way to say today. that. And, and then people shouldn't lose hope then because they right. know if you woke up, there's more for you to do, more mm -hmm. that God has for you, more for him to know about you. I even mentioned later on, he's he's always working um, to restore what was lost. Yep. He even has more freedom for us. Uh -huh. He has more uh, life to give to us to, to help us understand more about yeah. who he is. Yep. And and even that, that point about restoration, I brought up Joel 2.25 
just referenced it yesterday, right. but it really is an amazing verse where he says, you know, Joel says from the Lord, mm -hmm. okay, I am going to restore to you all right. of what the locusts have eaten. So whether we've done it to yeah. ourselves or whether we've become a victim of something, God can restore all that back. He can yeah. bring it back. He's going to use it for good. That's an amazing thing about God. He's the only one I know that can take something really bad yeah. and turn it into something really good and redeemed and, yeah. and bringing glory to him and, and healing to the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's such a gift when he, uh, when he allows us to see that. Yeah. But that's not the main gift, right? The main gift is the fact that he is doing it. It's yes. kind of like a cherry on top when we get to look back and see how he has done it over the years. But sometimes we might never know. I agree. We still have to be confident and, and trust that, like, he is still doing that. Like, his word yeah. is true. He is the same in that. Um, and I think something that uh, we've both kind of alluded to as we've been talking is that we see these things play out. So like Joseph, who we have barely even talked about in yeah. the last couple yeah. of minutes, his life was such a perfect representation of yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but our lives are as well. Like, uh, I know I could point to many things in my life. I'm sure you have many things like, dude, you were born in inner city Baltimore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like you, mm -hmm. You're a, you're a pastor in Westchester, yeah, Pennsylvania yeah, now. Yeah, like, how did we get here? Like there's so many, um, so many events. And, and, and we look at these things and we say, okay, in hindsight, we can say, oh yeah, I see what you were doing. Yep. And we always come back in hindsight and say God made a way. God yeah. pulled us through. God did. You know what you know what the story of Joseph says? Because he went he was on that roller coaster, don't yep. you agree? Yep, for sure. He was high on the hog, man, if you if you know what that means. It's just <laughs> I've like never I never heard it. Have but... you ever heard that, that okay. saying? <laughs> I heard it one time and I was like, what does that mean? Because I heard so many people say that through my life, and it means that I guess the more toward the front of the hog is the better meat. Okay. Like if you you know how they used to put a whole hog on the plate? Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, and so yeah. like a pork shoulder. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. Yeah, okay. And so, yep. you know, Joseph was the favored son mm -hmm. and he's way up here. He's sold into slavery, yep. beat up by his brothers way down here. Yep. Way up here, Potiphar, prison way down here. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, God reveals to him, this is the reason why I needed you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, that's pretty significant. And when he becomes second in command of Pharaoh, Pretty much saves all of Egypt from the uh, from the famine, but not just Egypt, because people right. from all the surrounding countries came to get grain from Egypt, and Joseph was instrumental yeah. in that. God was looking out for everybody, mm -hmm. and Joseph could say, "Oh my goodness!" Yeah, and we'll get to more of that next week. I mean, yeah. that, that kind of yep. closes up the story, but we kind of see. It's really cool. This is amazing. Yeah, yep. And I think uh, what is really cool about scripture and these stories especially in the old testament that often feels so far removed from where we are today uh we can still see our lives kind of reflected in these stories yeah, yeah. um and and that's i think what we hope a lot of times when we come back and we do this on a monday or tuesday morning and talk through what the sermon was a lot of what our goal is is to say hey like connect this to your life don't just come on sunday and let it then fade out right, right. <laughs> into the background that, that's the point of this come back it's, it's next just a, week. let's yeah. always keep this in mind that's the point yeah. of what you're doing with these these yeah. podcasts and, and we we work together to try and help people throughout the week man you yeah know? 
So we had this uh, cool thing happen on Sunday where immediately uh, after the sermon, we had uh, Lori who Mm -hmm. saw her own story reflected in the sermon and, and really felt like she wanted to share. Uh, And, and we thought this would be kind of a cool place to, to share just, because her story is awesome. So yeah, that's great. Uh, let's listen quick to uh, all right. Lori's Sounds story. good. Hi, I'm Lori Williams, and uh, um, my husband and I have been members here at Christ Community Church uh, for 33 years since 1990. I was born uh, June 2nd, 1962, but I was supposed to be born in August of that year. So I was determined to be born, and I was born two months early. I weighed two pounds and change. Um, statistically in 1962, that meant that, um, I was probably not going to survive. The doctors were amazed and they said to my mother, you know, you have a miracle baby and she's meant for a purpose. And my mother said, I know she is. I prayed for her every single day. Fast forward a few years, my parents, uh, marriage was falling apart. My father, my birth father, um, was not a good man. He was a thief. He had stolen cars and been arrested. He was a womanizer. He was a sexual predator. He had multiple affairs um, behind my mother's back. And when he would get caught or when he was arrested, he would go to my mother and he would say, I am so sorry. I'll never do it again. I've learned my lesson. And he would turn around and do the same thing again over and over. He hurt my mother terribly. And it breaks my heart when I think about what she went through. Their marriage fell apart. And when I was five years old, he left. He had had an affair with a woman. The day he left, he brought in a photograph of his new baby with this woman and said, I'm leaving. Now, I was very attached to my father. I loved him dearly. He was my world. And when he left, I was devastated. I was heartbroken. My world had shattered and I didn't know what to do hard weight to carry at five. My grandmother, who lived two streets down from us, said to my mother, we need to get you and the girls, because I had a younger sister who was only two at the time. We have to get you out of the city. We were in Germantown in Philadelphia. There was gang violence. Someone had been stabbed to death on our front steps. My grandmother says, time, we need to get out. So she had some money. My grandfather had recently passed away. She bought a house in the suburbs, the King of Prussia. And we lived there for three years. During that time, the Lord was working behind the scenes. I was fraught with worry. I was so afraid that I was going to be abandoned, maybe by my mother. My mother was going to die. Something was going to happen to her. And my mother was fearful for my psychological and emotional well-being. And my grandmother as well could see that in me. And she would say, don't you worry. God's going to work it out. He knows he's going to take care of you. It's going to be all right. You don't have to be afraid. After high school, decided that um, I wanted to go to college and I wanted to go to Westchester because what better place to go for a music education degree? And um, just happens that my stepdad was a professor there and I could go and get that education for free, tuition free, because he was on the faculty. Coincidence? Maybe. I don't think so. I think it's the Lord. He arranged everything before. 
He took all those broken pieces of my life and arranged them into a beautiful picture that was meant to encourage me over what I lost. I lost my dad. He abandoned us pretty much. Never heard from him. Maybe saw him once or twice after the divorce. But then fast forward. The years go by. He makes contact with us in the 90s, wants to speak to my sister and I. My mother said, the girls are grown. They're married. The kids are their own. I will take your contact information and let them decide if they want to reach out to you. At that time, I did not. I was fearful that the man that my mother knew, because she did tell me about those things about him when it was time. I was afraid he was still the same man. And I didn't want to open that Pandora's box. I had children of my own. I did not want to expose them to that. I protected them. In hindsight, maybe I should have, but I didn't. I knew that I had two half-sisters that were born to the woman that he had the affair with before he divorced my mother. He did marry her. And so I knew I had two half-sisters, but I knew nothing about them. I knew they lived in Georgia. That's all I knew. Well, three years ago, one of those half-sisters got a hold of my sister via Facebook and opened a line of communication. My sister told me, and I responded back, asking her not to tell my father that they had gotten a hold of us, that they had found us. She told me that they had, over the years, talked about my sister and I, wondered where we were, what we were like, did we get married, did we have children. But they didn't know. So that was three years ago that that happened. And um, I've occasionally spoken with my sister, my half-sisters. But then in May, I got word that my birth father had passed away. That was hard because that door now was shut. I couldn't reach out to him. I couldn't talk to him. I prayed for him over the years because I did want to see him someday in heaven. I prayed for his soul because no one should ever be condemned to hell, no matter what they've done, because God's forgiveness is for all. And I'm a sinner too. And but for the grace of Christ, So in talking to my half-sisters, my one revealed that when he was dying, she talked to him and told him that they had found my sister and I and were in communication with us. And he told her to tell us that not a day had gone by that he hadn't thought of us. That he knew that he was not a good man back then. He knew the hurt that he had caused, but he was sorry. And he wanted us to know that. And in talking to my half sisters, he was a changed man. He was a good dad to them and a faithful husband to their mother. And I like to think like Joseph, that like his brothers who had changed hearts, that what they had done sat with them and made them be changed and look to Christ. And out of the horribleness of my little five-year-old life, <laughs> that he has saved souls. That he saved my father. 
and my half-sisters, they're all believers. And I think it's because of what they saw in their father, the changes in him. God is good and he's faithful. There will never be anything that comes up in your life that surprises him, throws him off his game. Remember that he loves you. Always. And if you don't know him, give him your heart because he is trustworthy. He is faithful. I promise you, you will not regret that choice. Thank you for listening to my story. Well, I think first we should thank Lori. Like, yeah. hey, thank Thanks, you Lori. for sharing that. Yeah. That was really awesome. Uh, yeah. I feel encouraged to hear how the Lord has worked over the course of her life. It's incredible and encouraging to hear those things uh, from people. So, uh, I it, it really is. Yeah. I mean, she's taken what we talked about and Joseph and his experience, those 10 points, and mm -hmm. she weaved it into, wow, God did the same thing for me. Yeah. And he yeah. does, man. That's what a testimony is. That's what a yep. story is. And we'd love to hear those. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And so um, in light of that, you know, one of the, one of the points you made on Sunday was uh, to be confident that God has prepared you for this moment. Yeah. Um, and one kind of the main way that he does prepare us is through our experiences that we've already lived yeah. in conjunction with, with his word. And, and so you might be thinking, man, I can relate to this. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe there's just some other part of your story that doesn't necessarily connect to this, but is a huge lesson that was, that was vital for you and your walk yeah. with the Lord. We want to hear those because we, we totally want yeah, to hear those. The the way that those things can be encouraging mm -hmm. to us as and and to you especially as the mm -hmm. the leader of mm -hmm. our oh it's great when we see people growing we see mm -hmm. God doing work and you know He's doing work and and we just we we would love to hear about that yeah yeah so there's an email that you can use for this it's called stories at visitccc.com. Mm -hmm. okay, do you not really call an email? Like, you don't really say it's called. You would say it is, but whatever. <laughs> Stories uh, at visitccc.com. Y'all know what That's we're right. doing That's here. That's right. You can... <laughs> Probably it's hey. just going to be in the corner of the screen, so that'll be Stories easier. at visitccc.com. And, and you can write it in. Mm -hmm. Man, if you feel like videoing yourself, you can even do that. And just while you're walking or just sit there and just give us... We, we, we just love to hear about it. We'd love yeah. to hear testimonies and testimonies are so encouraging to the rest of the body of christ yeah really yep. cool they really you know? are so yeah and and know that sending a story that is yours does not necessarily mean we're going to share it with the entire world so you can if that's something that's, right. that's keeping that's right. you from sharing that's your right. story you might be saying you i want to tell lena and i want to <laughs> tell billy but i don't want to tell anybody <laughs> else all right that's okay. You, know, you can just Share let us anyway. know in that because we won't do a thing with it until we contact you and all yeah. that. So, yeah. so all good, anyways. man. Yeah. Hey, thank you uh, yeah. for another awesome Sunday. Yeah, thank man. Thank you again to Lori for sharing. And next week is all praise, which is one of my favorites. Yeah. We're and I'm closing up, up Joseph and it'll be, it's a, be, it'll be, yeah, be a all really right, cool. fun time. All right. See ya. See ya. See you guys.